What's up, nerds? Welcome to DNA Pow Block, DNA's All Nintendo Show, Episode 2 of The Reset. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and joining me again from World 1-1, Adrian and Edward. Hello. How are you guys? Dude, I'm so excited because we're going to talk about NX and kind of our hopes and dreams for Nintendo's next system, some of the rumors and stuff, and uh, how Nintendo's just going to dash our dreams but still make <laughs> something amazing. Exactly. So, uh, but first, how we start every one of our shows, except for last week because it was Zelda. We had to talk about Zelda. <laughs> um, I want to ask you guys if you guys have been playing anything interesting, anything cool, anything new. Um, anything. I restarted Skyward Sword, so I'm working about to start that. Uh, and I just got done playing Gears of War 2. Um, and uh, today I was playing Brevity Default, so I'm kind of grinding. Um, but other than that, I'm going to be starting Gears 3 actually tomorrow, um, uh, sometime this week with Scarborough Sword. Uh, and then, uh, Tokyo Mirage Session FE, I just gotta go pick up and start that too, so. Yeah, I'm, I, I picked up, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions and it's still in the, uh, still in the cellophane. I'm gonna play a little bit after we're done here, but, uh, uh I wanna, I wanna play it because... It looks really good, and like that, I liked that I liked, box art though. Oh, I know it's so. Oh yes, it is. So, it is like, very well done. Yeah, yeah, it's it. Oh my gosh, I've been watching videos on that game. Uh, it just looks so good. Looks so good. Yeah. And oh, so wow. many people have been looking for the music. They just like we want the soundtrack. Like people oh, are digging the music in that game. I know it's. Uh, I can't wait to play it. It sounds ridiculous and totally Japanese and totally awesome. And Persona with Fire Emblem characters, I mean. I know. What what else can you ask for, eh? Oh, I know. I know. It's one of my favorite series. I know. And it's secretly one of Wii U's best games, apparently. So Not... I, I've heard that a lot, yes. Yeah, so like the reviews have been very, very kind to the game. And I, I just you know what, I found it a, kinda of funny how well, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but SpongeBob has become like a Bible for memes. Like every time yeah. you need to make a meme, you can use a SpongeBob like clip or something. Yeah. Um, so uh, like I saw one today, basically saying, uh, "Oh no, yeah, the Wii U, the Wii U is dying, blah blah blah." And I think it was a SpongeBob just slaps the character with the <laughs> case of uh, um, Tokimura Sessions. Like no, <laughs> slaps it there. Like man, like that's 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 totally true, right? Like people are saying, "Oh yeah, the Wii U is dying," but is it really like there is a bunch of indie games coming? We have this game, we have Color Splash coming, and Zelda as well. So I think the Wii U is still fine for a while. I mean, not as many games as PS4 or Xbox One, but I'm happy with what I'm getting. That's that's fine. I mean, who has time to play all the games anyway, right? I know. I, mean, I, I barely know, right? have the time to play the games I want to play. Let alone <laughs> you know what? Just to just to like kind of close like that argument real quick. Um, I feel like most of the people that are complaining that X system doesn't have games or oh PS4 has so many games or Xbox One has so many games blah 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 are are like kids whose parents are getting them games 
and because the parents are getting them games, they can just get as many as they want. But we, we adults that have to pay for stuff, we yeah. can't afford to get so many games. So whenever there is a game that we really want, we invest in that game and just play that game instead of just going nuts and buying like 50 or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are some adults who are just terrible at Nintendo games. Like, you're, you're a grown person, and you're terrible still at Mario. And no, Corey, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about there are some people who be like, well, Mario is just for kids. And then you see them play a Mario game, just be like, no, you're just terrible at this game. Yeah, There's no the way that... Oh, go here's ahead. The, oh, here's the thing about, like, Mario games. Like, the first, like, three worlds, like, Nintendo... I mean, Nintendo in general does such a great job of gradually easing you into the difficulty, but once you hit that difficulty, you're like, it's hard. Mario's hard. Once you get to, like, World 6, 7, and 8, like, those levels are challenging, not just from a... so Like, it's not like there's so many enemies on screen or, or whatever. It's just the platforming. You have to be so precise. and It gets really tight, yeah. Yeah, you get your timing down and stuff, and it's just... Like, Nintendo's always, always, always been good at that. Even... Even, you know, World 1-1 of Super Mario Brothers. Like, if you don't jump over that Goomba, you're going to die. Like, it just it's so good at teaching you the mechanics while increasing the difficulty, you know, so. Yeah, you know what? That's why on my... Um, and at any time I play a Mario game, I always try to 100% the first couple of levels or the first couple of worlds mm -hmm. because I know things are only going to get harder after that. So I get like as many star, as many one ups, as many power ups, as many as, as stuff as I can on the first couple of worlds. That way I can unlock other stuff without having to do some of the harder um, things. Especially like I did this a lot on uh, Mario Galaxy. Like I yeah. like I got so many stuff at, at the very first couple of uh, galaxies. That then, that when I was like almost at the end, I was just like, nope, I'm just going for Bowser's Castle. I don't care about anything else. Just let's just beat the game. Let's just let's just go right now. <laughs> yeah, but it, but there's just something t to me doing a collector down like Mario and hundred percent it is like that's the challenge for not I don't want to say hardcore players, but more of the determined players who want to get everything and really feel accomplished. Like you're not doing it for no trophy, and I like when. Uh, the Mario games and Nintendo in general, which we probably will be talking about in, in X, it may be an achievement system or a trophy system. I, I think like Nintendo's just like if you guys want to get this, um, get everything, you're gonna have to work for it. Like I'm still working hard at Yoshi's Woolly World to get 100% and not to get hit. And this is a game that's supposed to be charming and like really fun and easy hard. to get to. Yeah, it's Kirby, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse was the same way. Like that game is super easy unless you're trying to get all the collectibles and all the, all the different things in the level. Then it becomes challenging. Then you gotta really like, you gotta know how to draw your lines, where to draw them, like how to to angle it right so Kirby can get the right distance on it on this weird jump that you need to make. And it's just, yeah, Nintendo's always been good at that. It doesn't no, I... hold your hand. You know what, and that's I think that's one of the many beauties of of Nintendo, how the games are so widely accessible for anyone to just jump in and play. But whenever you want to get those like 100% the game, 
that's where things get uh, tough. And yes, Yoshi, Yoshi's Wally World is a perfect, like a prime example of how, oh, this game is very charming and, you know, very easy and I have mellow mode and I have wings and stuff like that. And then you try to get everything. And oh man, does it get hard. It's but just, it's just beautiful. But it's just, it, it makes you want to get everything because you just be like, I want to replay this level for the fun. I, I know that getting everything is going to be the difficulty, but I'm just like, there's something about I want to hear the music again, and I want to just be challenged. I look for if I had fun in this level, I want to go back and replay that fun that I just had. Even though I know what's in it, there's just something about replaying it that I look forward to. Right. Yep. Yeah. I agree. And like circling it back around to like what we've been playing, like I've recently been playing Dark Souls three, and like that game doesn't tell you anything. Nope. That's like <laughs> you're just you're just going, and like if you haven't played a Dark Souls game before, you you're gonna have a rough time. But like, I mean, I'm even having a rough time, and I've played all all I've played all three Dark Souls games and Bloodborne. So uh, yeah, I gotta not, finish Bloodborne. Not well, but <laughs> but like. Uh, you know, I kind of actually like, this might be a topic for another show, but like, man, every time I I'm playing Dark Souls three, I'm like, I wish Nintendo would like give them some money and say, hey, you know that that series that you have, Dark Souls? Why don't you Why don't you put a Zelda skin on that? Why don't we uh, Why don't we try that? And like, that I really like, I know, and like, I've talked about this with several people, you know, mm -hmm. about. You know, uh, I think I was talking to the Life of Gaming podcast guys about uh, gaming crossovers, what we'd like to see, and that one was one that we all brought up. And it was just like, ever since then, I've just been like thinking about that. I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of cool because they already did it with Hyrule Warriors, like two popular franchises. So, yeah. well, Hyrule Warriors is kind of different because it was a game people laughed at. They didn't understand what it was, but they laughed at it and be like, "I'm not gonna get Hyrule Warriors. Don't know. I don't play these games." And it set off um, people getting into like the Dynasty Warrior games because Dynasty Warrior was really like a it's really a niche title and, and brand. Everybody picked up Dynasty uh, Hyrule Warriors, and even with the butt rock, everybody was enjoying the game. And it has so much content in that game. Right, and they're still coming out of content for that game. Exactly. Yeah. So with that being, with Hyrule Warriors being such a, a hit and doing Nintendo and actually Tecmo a good deal, um, that's why the Dragon Quest game came out. Yeah. And that became a hit. Mm -hmm. You know what? I actually like that topic, uh, gaming uh, crossovers that we would like to see. We we should totally have another episode about maybe that for sure. Maybe that'll be next week's episode. I'll I'll. Yeah, I'll, I'll be down for that. I'll be very down for that. Um, <laughs> but coming back to yeah, to games that we've been playing lately, um, I talked about this a little bit yesterday. But uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, I've been playing a lot of that uh, with my friend uh, Tony uh, from the book club, from the NBC book club. Uh, we've been like a skyping and just you know just playing uh, Mighty Number no. Nine together. We're both very big Mega Man fans, so of course we're excited with Mighty Number no. Nine coming out, and you know. Yeah, we the complaints about the game. You can listen to them on World One One podcast. Just listen to those there. But it's just it, it's a fantastic experience when you have a friend to play with. Uh, uh -huh. So we've been playing that. Uh, we've been, I've been playing um, some uh, Codename Steam. Wing, yeah, Codename Steam. 
uh, Wind Waker HD as well. I'm trying to. I finally got the Master Sword and I finished the uh, Temple of the Gods. Uh, now I'm trying to figure out what to do next. I, this is always the point on Wind Waker HD when I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I forgot what to do next. <laughs> so I'm just trying to figure that out right now. Um, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm a codename Steam, just like uh, Edward said, uh, playing a little bit of that too. And you know what? I can't wait to play Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE tonight. Yeah, did you, I'm Adrian? Dead. Did you um unfreeze the uh unfreeze the castle of Princess Zelda? Uh, uh, yes. I mean, when you take the master sword out, yeah. all the monsters inside unfreeze. Yes, yeah. but uh, not the outside. Like the outside is still closed, of course. Okay. All right. Oh, I've, when I got in concert that part of the game, I thought it was the one of the best things Nintendo has ever done in my lifetime. Yeah, I'm just, and that's and you know what? That's one of the many reasons why I love uh, t- um, Twilight, Wind Waker. Why do I want to say Twilight? Wind Waker so much. Uh, it's this is the best Zelda game. Uh, let's not go that far. Wind Waker is the best. We had that discussion. <laughs> yeah, we we will, oh, man. We we can Corey, be all day about best Zelda games for sure. So Corey and audience, uh. You have to check out Optional Opinion uh, coming this Friday. We talk, me and George from Simon's Cake, we get into a discussion by Skyward Sword, and we talk a little bit about the Zelda franchise. Uh, it is a really good discussion. Um, you know what? I, ca- I, can't wait. I can't wait to listen to that episode because you always have the weirdest opinions about stuff, <laughs> and I feel and I feel George and I always have kind of like a similar opinion. So uh-huh. I want to see how that that played out. So it's, it, yeah, let's check it out. Yeah, Wind Waker still has one of my favorite bosses, and it's the ghost with the mask, and you gotta like the uh, the shield on it, and it uh, once you get it, uh, you grab it and you roll it, and he pops open to all these other ghosts. I love that because I love whacking all the stupid ghosts together. Uh. No, yeah, but you know what? I, I love Wind Waker. It's just like it, it gets hard. It gets confusing that you have no idea where to go next. And mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. But yeah, I'm playing I'm playing those three games. I'm trying to finish uh, Mighty Number no. 9. I'll probably play some tonight. Uh, we'll see how that goes. And uh, Codename Steam, I have to finish it by Thursday. I don't think that's going to happen. But that we'll game, see how far I get so there. Good. I yeah, like Code Steam a lot. Did, did you finish it? Yeah, uh, I, I didn't. I didn't finish it, but like I, I liked it a lot. But then like I forget what I started playing after that. Something. Oh, Majora's Mask came out, and I yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, how are you for? And, and this is, it's so bad that we're doing kind of like planning inside a podcast. But how are you for time on Thursday? Thursday, I. Oh, I work in the morning, but I'm free all afternoon. Probably after like four. Okay, we'll 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 talk some more on on uh, tomorrow after the show actually. Okay. Okay. Um. Yes, but that's that's what I've been playing. So very exciting. A bunch of really cool games right now. Yeah. Um. For me, I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing Overwatch. Uh, I like that game. When people know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't like yeah. that game when because I'm playing it on PS4. Me and Brian are playing it on PS4, and 
every time we go in there, we every other game we get a team that knows what they're doing and we do really well. And like, uh, you know, me me and Brian have like a, a we know what we're doing depending on like if it's defend or attack or if it's like a like a, a escort mission or whatever. We know what what people were using because mm-hmm. we just go in and, and two man and then everybody else kind of knows what they're doing. But every other game, man, we get people in there that like have to go in there playing like they're playing Call of Duty on console, and it's just it's bad, it's man. It's a mess. Yeah. That's that's what I told you that like that comment uh, that I uh, posted on the page. It is, I think, it is very spot on. How you know there is a lot more kids playing uh, Overwatch on console because they can't really afford a gaming PC, uh, while adults or, you know, kids that have a lot of money, they do have gaming PCs, they play on PC, and they can know better what they're doing. Yeah. Um, that's just my opinion, but it, it kind of indicates that. Well, yeah. well, I think kids uh, at a certain age, they haven't been taught to differentiate um, first-person shooters. Like, you cannot play a FPS um, always like it's a Call of Duty game. It doesn't work. Like if you haven't tried Team Fortress, you can't go and play Team Fortress like Call of Duty. You'll get murdered. You know. Well, let's um, be honest. Kids shouldn't be playing Call of Duty to begin with. <laughs> Adrian, when I have uh, when a mom drops a sixty-year-old kid off with sixty dollars in their hand and come to my store and be like, "Can I buy Call of Duty?" We got a problem. Yep. I was the same yeah. back in the day. Yeah, but like when when like a team when we have a team that works, it's like it's really fun and like you know Adrian like what you said when when you know P- the difference is that PC gamers are more in tune I think with those types of games than than mm-hmm. console gamers are. I was having that conversation with Lee and Ray uh, the other day from from Nerd Overdrive and uh, they they said the same thing. So. I mean, we're gonna keep playing, like, because if we get a team that doesn't know what they're doing, like, we still know what we're doing. So it's it's like like outrun Mercy and and he'll run a Soldier 76 or whatever. Uh, so I can give him that buff because he's better killing people and I'm better at at support. Or if we're defending, like, I'll run a Lucio and he'll run either, uh, you know, Torbjorn or or uh, what's his name? Gosh. Roadhog, and and we'll just go in there and and do our thing. But like, you know, we always have a, a combination that we know will work, even if we're playing with people that, that don't know what they're doing. But uh, yeah, I think than... I think the best thing you can do is, like, you and Brian are already playing together. Just find just find like two more people and just yeah. go as a team. Yeah, it. I mean, we we have the uh, heroes of DNA heroes of Overwatch Facebook group. Yeah, like. But it always seems like our everybody's schedules are different, and every time we try to get to play with people, like we can't, or they're playing on a different platform or whatever. So it's um, always hard to schedule with people. I agree. Yeah, but uh, if you're watching this and you play Overwatch, join the DNA Heroes of Overwatch <laughs> Facebook group. Uh, but uh, other than that, you know, you're, been... you're making me want to get this game to like really support you guys, and I think. I'm <laughs> <laughs> But uh, other than that, I've been uh, I've been playing through Twilight Princess because I need my Wolf Link. Yes. I need I need that Wolf Link with those twenty hearts. Uh, so uh, I've been playing through that, and I've been trying to finish uh, Fire Emblem Conquest. 
I beat Birthright, and then I took a little break, but now I'm playing Conquest, and man, Conquest is way harder <laughs> than it Birthright. It is brutal, Yeah. It is so weird. I still have my Conquest in a package, and I can't wait to get into it. I, I, I kind of want my tail kick, but, I'm, but I feel like I, I got the right game that's going to fit me. It's crazy, because like, you... That game, those games are meant to be played back to back because I forgot like half the half of the the move sets and and what characters play well off each other and like what types of characters play well off each other and like I had to reteach myself that while getting my butt whooped in that game. So uh, it's that yin yang that yin yang yeah. effect. You have to learn what works against what. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's like a, I mean, it's very intense rock paper scissors is what it is, but. Uh, mm. That's kind of what I've been playing. That and Dark Souls Three, which is like super hard. But so what we're gathering here is that you just like punishment. I, I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Hey, I guess it's, it, guess hey, it's you, fun getting married, huh? <laughs> oh, snap! Yeah, nice. Kidding. She, she won't watch this, but in case she does, <laughs> Kate does. I love you. I didn't really mean that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know that's your but, baby girl. <laughs> I know she's. She's the best. Uh, actually, we've we've been trying to play through Life is Strange together too. Oh, nice. she's not a huge oh. gamer, but she likes games like that. So we've been trying to play through that. Uh, I I started that one, um, and I need to get back into. It. I think I have all five episodes, but I need to get back into it. It's a really good game. It's yeah, it's, it's really surprising for what it is. Uh, the story's pretty good. The the animations are real janky and like yeah. I don't know. I'm playing it on Xbox One and like I don't know. I don't. I don't like the way the game. Uh, I like the way the game looks, but I don't like the way it animates. Does that make sense? Just, yeah. It's just yeah. it's just really weird, and like the voices are off just a little bit, and like you can tell it. You can tell this game is written by a bunch of forty-year-old dudes who are trying to place fifteen and sixteen-year-old girls. Like it's just it's just weird. But like other than that, like the story's cool. Uh, we got through the first episode. I'm gonna we're gonna try to play a little bit tomorrow night. Uh, that second episode, but uh. That's the yeah. that's the part after the campus, right? You're on the campus, right? Uh, yeah, that first episode. I don't know how far you are, Edward, but we just got we just went back to the lighthouse from the beginning of the game. Is where um, I got I think I'm. I finished the part where, um, and this is spoiler, so I do apologize. Um. That you go into the campus because you uh those girls that's that the girls that was teasing you, you mm-hmm. kind of get paint on her and then you're yep. able to go in. Um, yeah, that's, that's very about thirds of the way yep. through the episode thing. Yeah, well, about but halfway. I think yeah, because the girl she one of her friends is arguing with another girl in the mm-hmm. dorm room and then you make somehow get her to apologize and they make up and right. I think that's where I last left off. But I think the episode had ended. And now I'm just, just going to start, well, too. No. It's weird, because there's two parts to that first episode. There's the the stuff that happens at school, and then there's a little part after that that you go to uh, Max's friend's house, and kind of, like, because her stepdad or whatever is the security guard at the school, uh-huh. and, like, you learn a bunch of stuff there. So there, there's two parts to that first episode. Okay, you know, then I'm you know part the, part. My, my only problem with Life is Strange is how much it makes me feel like I'm a teenager again, and I'm always like, oh my god, like I'm going to screw up, I'm going to screw up, I totally screw up, and then I rewind yeah. time. It's, I don't know, it <laughs> makes me feel uneasy, and it's strange. 
that's that's why um I also got oxen free. I think you were talking about that, Adrian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I love that game. It's so I good. I have it on Xbox One. Um, and I I I I need to really sit down and spend some time with that game because I don't I don't know what it is. But I'm just like, is this a horror game or? It like... kind of is, yeah. It makes me feel uneasy too, actually. Those two games, yeah, it make they they make me feel weird. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this isn't an Xbox One or a PS4 uh, show, show. <laughs> but I mean, if those games are all super good, but we're here to talk about NX. There's a bunch of rumors floating around, uh, a bunch of strong rumors floating around, and I kind of want to get your guys' feel on what Nintendo's console is, because as of this recording, it hasn't really, they haven't really said anything about it yet, except for Zelda's coming out for it. And so, Just Dance. Ah, you, you beat me to it. I was going to say that. I mean, just Dance doesn't count. It comes out for everything. I mean, I think it's still coming out for Wii at this point, so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just want to get your guys' opinions on this thing, what you kind of want from this, and like, I want to address some of the rumors, like the, the cartridge rumor, which I guess we'll start there. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, somebody found on Reddit that the patent for that game, uh, or the trademark, has uh, cartridge and disc attached to it. Mm. Which, you know, Wii U games have, specifically have discs uh, in their trademarks, and 3DS games specifically have cartridges as their mm-hmm. trademarks, but this game has both, which seems to verify the the cartridge. Nintendo's going back to cartridges. No, because I think Nintendo reported saying that the NX is not a cartridge-based system. I think. On the contrary, that. I don't think they have dismissed that rumor. Well, it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense to add a cartridge uh, to a disc-based game. I know they said that it's not a digital only system, um, but in this in this time, why would you try to put two formats in one system? That's well, more money. That's more money that they have to spend on because I mean, you make more money uh, selling a game on a disc than you will on a cartridge. So why would you want to spend more money? Uh, on two on, on two different things. Like what would, what is the cartridge gonna do that the disc can't do? The only thing that's gonna be on the disc is the data. It may take a little bit longer to load. Um but what would the cartridge do? The cartridge that wouldn't make sense to put it on a system like that. So yeah. I'm 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 just gonna start by saying I'm whenever there is a new rumor for for anything I always like. I always say like, oh, I can't believe another rumor. Here we go again. The social media is gonna go nuts, and all the Facebook groups that I'm part of are gonna be talking about the same thing. Like, I get really annoying to a point that I normally start ignoring rumors. I just like oh, whatever. Just scroll down on my Facebook feed. Let's just look for something else to talk about. Um, however, if the NX is somewhat a a cartridge-based console or something, I'll be totally... I'll, I'll be okay with that. I'll be 100% on board with that, mostly because I, I, I miss cartridges a lot. I love having my 3DS cartridges with me, even though they're super tiny. They're just fantastic to have around. They look great, and 
they make games load a lot faster, which is something that pisses me off about games so much sometimes. I, again, like going back to uh, Mighty Number no. 9, for example, that game takes a long time to load. Like, it's it's insane how much it takes to load. Especially so, for a digital game. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I don't... I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super weird. But... If yeah, if you make like a cartridge-based console, that make that really helps that process of, hey, the game is gonna load a lot faster. I'm okay, cool, bring it on. Just. But then that's gonna cost. Game. That's gonna cost a lot of money because that's a lot of data that's going on that cartridge. Maybe that, maybe they figure out a way to make cartridges cheap. It's here's, here's, here's the thing. I think, like the only reason why I think this rumor sticks. A little bit more than it should is because, you know, NX is still rumored to be that hybrid console that like you can take with you or, or play at home. Where like, you know, at first it was uh, NX might be an all digital thing uh, that was officially debunked by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But the cartridge thing makes the portability of the games easier if you don't want to buy them digitally, which is the only thing I can see that, uh, you know that rumor sticking but then on the other hand like I you gotta have a pretty big card to hold one of these games like I mean a blu-ray holds what 75 gigs is that is that one I think so yeah but but you can have uh, USB flash drives that are 64 gigs right Right. so you have one that's 128 gigs yeah, right. like the technology like, there. I'm looking at 64 gig memory cards, uh, SD cards. Now, this isn't anything to go off of or anything, but like, you know, on Amazon, a, a 64 gig SD card, a decent one is $23. Oh, Nintendo's not going. Nintendo's gonna, not going to allow that. And you're going to add a game to that. Like, how much is how much? How much is that going to cost Nintendo first of all, and how much N- is that going to cost? Nintendo's not going to allow. Nintendo's not going to allow that because of the R the R4 situation that happened in Japan with people just stealing games on off of online and then playing them in their DS. Um, that R4 situation is pro- is a problem, and so if people could find out ways to get a, a Nintendo cartridge, be able to get it empty and be able to get that that game online for free, um, doing some privacy stuff. That cuts into Nintendo's money, yeah. and then not. I mean, I don't know if they have to mod the system to read it, or if the system's gonna be be like, okay, um, this is a uh, this is a USB drive, but it has this information. Um, I mean, it could be proprietary, like like Sony does with Vita, almost. Right, and then you got to factor in of they're gonna be like, well, your system has to be connected to my Nintendo, and if if for some unknown reason my Nintendo realized that you do you really don't own a, this game, uh, but to see that would be hard to tell to see if they own the game or not. Yeah, it would almost have to be like I don't know the way the way you have to do like on PS4 you have to have your like you can only play your digital games on your primary system. Or if you're connected to the internet on a separate system, it would almost right. have to be something like that. 
Because I know Nintendo, Nintendo doesn't want piracy on their systems, and I think for some unknown reason, if they do go cartridge, if if they do go cartridge, um, what are third develop third party developers are going to think? Because now they got to pay out on not only for the CDs, they got to pay out more because they got to get the cartridge. It's the N sixty four argument all over again with with PlayStation. That's why so many people jump ship to PlayStation because. Uh, it costs like six cents to press a disc, where it costs like something like four dollars to to press a cart. Cart, yeah. So and like, then you got the chips and stuff that you got to put into the game. Right, right. So like it costs. It. I mean, some companies were just breaking even on N64. Like it. If you were a third party developing for N64, you were barely breaking even, if that. Some stories right. say so. Like. I don't know. This whole thing sounds real backwards, and like Nintendo always likes to do their own thing. I get that, but I can't. And then another Nintendo can't survive without third party. It just can't. I think third party. No, this this is the thing. Nintendo can't survive without third party because Nintendo works well with Japanese developers. They don't work well with American developers. Right. Right, and well. and I I think yes, Nintendo. I know people would like third party to be on the NX, but I don't think they're going to give Nintendo their all. It's going to be the Wii U situation, the whole thing. I think we're going to get cut content. Um, I think they're going to not try to really figure out the online structure or anything like that because, to me, third party they want a quick buck. You know, they can say that they want they they talk to the Microsoft or Sony developers and all of that stuff, um, but I just feel like no, you guys just want a quick buck. Yeah. It's not saying that oh, it, it's easier to develop for this platform. So you str- you struggle to get make a game on PlayStation Three, but you still stuck with the system to make it get to get better. Where you didn't even that's because it sold seventy million units. Yeah. Too. But yeah, but the but the thing about it is, uh, PlayStation Three was uh was the sale was the sale system, so uh, all the complaints was just like, well, it's hard to develop for PlayStation Three, but you stayed it for you stayed with the PlayStation Three for the whole life cycle, where with Wii U, like it looked like they didn't even try to learn to develop for their system. So even if they go to Nintendo and talk about what they would like for the NX to be, are you going to have developers committed to make games for the NX? And this is for a third party. You not If you feel like the game is not going to sell on NX because didn't nobody buy it, um, are you going to still stay committed to that system and really try to learn it in the ins and out. Your first game for a new platform is not always going to be good because you're learning it. Right, right. Uh, Adrian, this is a question for you since you are on the on the dev side of things. Like I know uh, your first first game's coming out soon, Tuna Cycle. Uh, but uh, in terms of developing a game for, uh, you know, because Xbox One and 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 PlayStation Four have similar architecture inside them, whereas Wii U has total proprietary stuff inside of it, which was, quote, a complaint of the developers, even though I just think they're being lazy and not giving Nintendo the time of day. But, like, right. how does that? How does that really affect a development cycle? How does that 
affect development of a game when the structures inside the systems are different. All right, so it's always hard uh, to to develop for for any consoles, especially because like, yes, PS4 and Xbox One they may have the uh, kind of similar architectures, but uh, power-wise they're still slightly different. So whenever you're developing a game, and we actually run uh, through on, on this during the development for Tuna Cycle, is there's so many like mobile devices, right? It's kind of hard to always cater to every single device out there, right? So for example, we're developing some Android devices and like, oh, can I run the game well? Do we spend time trying to make it work for those Android devices or Apple devices? Or should we just say like, hey, no, I mean, it works from this generation and onwards, right? You have to put some money and more time into trying to figure out how to make things work. And I think, sadly, because of the big difference between the Wii U and the PS4 and Xbox One, developers, I mean, you can't really complain. Uh, you can really blame them when, when the power is so vastly different between the three consoles or between two of the, of the consoles, really. You can't blame them for deciding, like, hey, I mean, making the game work on this one platform, it's it's very, very difficult. It will take so much time, so much money. So, I mean, why bother, right? It's it's sad, but it's, it's really the reality of things. Right. I think if DNX is to succeed, it has to be at least as good as the... Xbox One, which is quote unquote the weak link right now, which is stupid, really, but whatever. Um, yeah, it needs to be as close to that as possible, as a minimum requirement, in order for developers to jump on developing games for that. Um, yes, you can you can make things work on on inferior hardware. You just have to make different decisions and, you know, just change things a little bit. It, yeah. I, I think developers are just too used to, hey, no, we're just making this game with as much graphics, as much power as we can on PC, and everybody else will just have to deal. It's, it's a sad reality, but just the way it is. Do you, do you think that's going to affect development on NX? It, because the rumor is it's, just, it's as powerful as the PlayStation 4 now. But with Neo and Scorpio supposedly coming out soon, Nintendo's still going to be the weak one, even though you know Xbox and PlayStation swore they're not leaving their old consoles behind. Everything's going to work everywhere. But do you think that's going to affect Nintendo at all, still being the weak one after Scorpio and Neo are out? Uh, I don't think it will, and it's because I don't think people are going to upgrade to the Scorpio or the Neo, to be honest. As soon as yeah, as soon as those prices drop, people are gonna go like, whoa, hold on a second, how much are you charging me for this thing now? After I spent four hundred bucks a couple of years back and so many so much more money on these all these games, are you really gonna charge me again for this more powerful console? That's it's kind of like it, it's a big ask, right? Like, and it feels Spencer said said perfectly actually. Yeah, I. I think it was an interview with IGN, but it may have been with some with some other network. 
he basically said like, hey, do you own a 4K TV? No. Okay, then the the Scorpio is not for you. Just don't buy it. Don't buy it, right? Yeah, and, I think he said something like that in a couple of interviews because I remember hearing that when uh, they were interviewing him at Giant Bomb too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think, and I think, you know what? The I think the uh, the PlayStation Neo is gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be a matter of do you have a 4K TV, and do you wanna play all the VR games that hopefully everybody thinks that the VR will take off. I'm still a skeptical. We'll see if that really happens. But I still don't think so, dude. Yeah. The motion in 3D all over again. Yep. It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna. I, I mean, I think VR will be a great thing down the road. I don't think it's going to be big this year. I think it's going to be a big thing outside of gaming. I think it might be bigger outside of gaming. I don't think gaming is going to be... Like, you know, even the Resident Evil 7 is supposed to be, you know, the first... It was It's like the first major publisher to say, hey, look, we're making a full game for PlayStation VR... And it's gonna you can play it on PS4 or all in VR. Like, I still don't think a game, even a game like that, is gonna like pull someone in. I think it's a cool. I don't want to use the term gimmick, but like I think it's a it's, cool, it's a cool tech. Yeah, it's, it's cool. cool it's cool tech, and like horror games are gonna benefit the most from this, I think, or a game like Eve Valkyrie or No Man's Sky, probably. But man, I just. Well, well, with the VR thing, um, and we'll get back into the Nintendo question. Are you paying sixty dollars to play, or not sixty dollars? Are you spending four hundred four hundred dollars plus for a game to get thirty minutes of experience, and you have to time that, like, be strategic? Like, you can't really do a VR game all in one sitting, like. Like does does do people really are people really gonna buy VR for that? Because like I'm not gonna spend four hundred dollars and I have to plan out when I'm going to get this experience and then take it off in case my eyes get watery, you know, and then wait another day or a few more hours to let my eyes rest and then go in. Like why would I why would I do that? I would rather be uh you know I'd rather play just a console game and just drill in that adventure for as much time that I want. Uh, if I pay $60 and it's, the game is giving me at least 15 hours, I don't want to pay $60 for a game that's only going to be three and a half hours. And then that's only really one experience to get because you can't really replay a VR game unless it opens up like multiple paths on it and are there going to be games like that that's going to open it up like if you do play get Resident Evil 7 is it just one straight shot or is Resident Evil 7 going to open up and let you do um, a different storyline right no but going back to Nintendo uh, yeah I don't think I don't think DNX will suffer much from those two uh, other platforms to be to be honest I I think there's going to be a lot of people buying the uh, Neo and they're going to be very much surprised um how bad of a decision that was sadly um is it still going to sell well because let's face it everyone that is a PlayStation fanboy doesn't really care 
Well, the thing about it is they got someone, one of these companies, Megatosh, Sony, uh, Megabox, Magnavox, whatever, they're going to have to push 4K next year. They have to now, if we're going to be getting a Scorpio and if we're going to get Neo, those those companies going to have to push 4K out, and you really going to have to make it a really a good budget deal, um, and you got to make people really want it. Because right now, no one's going to get it for a KTV. It's a Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead not, not only that, but like 4K, 4K is expensive right now. Like it really is. And if you want to have a, like if you want to, let's say that next year, the PlayStation Neo gets announced for release close to the NX. I'd say that is the same time in March. Hey, March, PlayStation Neo drops. You can buy it. It's six hundred bucks, and you can buy it right now. It's fully uh, like it will fully support the PlayStation VR, which is great. You don't need any other upgrades. It's fantastic, right? Right. You drop down six hundred bucks on the PlayStation Neo, plus four hundred bucks on the PlayStation VR, plus like what's the cheapest? 4K right now. I think it's like There's, what six grand, seven grand. Oh, no, no, you, can, um, you can get like a video like 4K, like a like a decent one for like a thousand dollars. Like a, a Vizio 4K at like Best Buy earlier today. I saw was like a thousand dollars. Really? Oh, yeah. And then I then I've been looking at the wrong places because every every 4K that I've seen. It's really, really pricey. If you to want the like point that 4K with like good contrast ratios and HDR and stuff like that, that's gonna run you some money. But like, I, like if you just want to watch like House of Cards, I guess in 4K or well, whatever. Well, exactly. But, but that's you, that's the you, that's the whole argument, right? Like, do you get a PlayStation Neo or a uh, Xbox uh, Scorpio for the 4K capabilities because you want gaming to be the best thing you can? You can see and you can be right now. Then are you just like are you gonna spend all that money in that console and have the lowest tier TV? You probably won't, right? You probably will go for a bigger tier 4K TV, and that is a lot of money for people right, right now. Yeah, and everything you just said actually might benefit Nintendo because if they come out with a box that's let's say let's say NX is 300 bucks. Let's just let's hypothetical here. Uh-huh. And it's just as powerful as Xbox and PlayStation. Now, uh, if if Scorpio and and Neo come out at like six hundred dollars, like this is going to be a Wii situation all over again. Like that box was two hundred dollars. It was two hundred dollars cheaper than the next box, and it was a family friendly type experience where you know Nintendo is always trying to push for that family audience. If they can cut the undercut them, you know, if they because you know they're they're not going to be pushing uh, Xbox One S or the original Xbox One uh, right. if, if they're trying to push Scorpio. There's not really a reason. Like maybe at the end of the ad, they'll have like you know buy a family of like you can buy something in the Xbox One family starting at two ninety nine or whatever. But if you really want the good one, they're gonna be pushing Scorpio through that commercial or Neo through that commercial. Whereas 
Nintendo's only going to have one box, maybe, with a handheld component to it, you know, and these systems will be separate. And Nintendo might just throw in some things that you get another use out of. Like, if it's going to be connected to, like, backwards uh, capability for your Wii U, um, if you connect your 3DS to it in your iPhone or iTouch or Android, like, if there's a lot of uses that's going to come out for it, like, that's worth the buy. Like, if they do uh, $400 for it, that, that's worth the money compared to uh, Sony throwing out $600 and all you paying for is really VR and 4K. Right. And, like, I mean, yeah, 4K is nice and all, but I'd rather have a, a, a decent, like, my 1080p TV, like, works just fine. Like, I saved up a ton of money for that TV, and I'm not going to want to go out and buy another TV just for these, to get the optimal experience out of these boxes. And, like, VR doesn't interest me at all yet. And, like, there's there's no experience in VR that I really want to have right now. Like, not even uh, the Battlefront demo or Eve Valkyrie, which Eve Valkyrie looks like an awesome experience. I think that mm-hmm. game looks great. But it's not going to sell me on VR. Like, it, in this day and age, like, the killer app doesn't exist anymore. Like, that you don't go out and buy a system for one game anymore. You look at the whole library. Right. And until VR has that library that exists, I, I don't need it. Like, I don't want it just to sit here and say, oh, that was a cool thing I bought once. And yeah, you know what? Sorry. Uh, you know what? I... It's 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 kind of funny how that is actually true, right? Like the killer app, like it doesn't really exist. Like, I mean, for example, for me, like I wanted a, a PS4 only for Uncharted 4, right? Like that was that was the game that I wanted a PS4 for. And as much as I love Uncharted, I really had to like take a look on myself and say like, hey, are you really willing to spend? What what is it, like five? Not even like six hundred bucks. You're in you're in Canada, right? So exactly, exactly. It's a lot more money. Uh, so I was I was just thinking about like, are you really willing to spend that much money on just this box with this one game? Thinking like all the other games that you wanna play, I don't really. Like they're available on another console, the Xbox One, which you actually want to play more because there are more games there that you want to play, right? So it's it was like I, I had to go back and forth a lot between within myself saying like, hey, like don't don't rush it, don't don't buy the PS4 right now, don't don't get that, think a little bit more, and at the end of the day, just like you said, right, uh, your setup with your 1080p TV. For games, it's just it works just as fine, right? I'm just gonna turn the camera here, and I'm just gonna so you guys can see it. But I'm gonna describe it to people. This little TV here, uh, 21 inch uh, Samsung, cost me I don't know like 300 bucks, and this is the TV that I have in my uh, bedroom to game whenever I just feel like sitting on my desk and play video games instead of being on the big TV on the couch in the living room. You know what? It's a more personal, close-up experience, which I actually enjoy better because it makes me feel like I'm more part of the game, right? So, 
do I need an Xbox One, uh, Neo, not Neo, sorry, Scorpio, or a PlayStation Neo? On this little thing, I don't really. If the NX is 4K, I'm going to be missing out on a bunch of stuff, but I'm not going to start gaming here just because the box is asking me to spend money on a TV. I don't think I don't think that's fair for anyone. Right. And Nintendo and like, really just Nintendo want to sell you a reasonable uh, console at a reasonable price. Right. That's always yeah. been their thing. And like, uh, you know, that's Nintendo's the only console. Like every time they release a console, it's the only console I buy on day one because I, I mean, I'm like all of us were huge Nintendo nerds like we love Nintendo so much and like I didn't buy a PlayStation 4 on day one and I wasn't even planning on buying an Xbox one until like my my parents got me one for Christmas and I was extremely grateful and then I can play Master Chief Collection well nice but it was right but uh you know I I wasn't gonna buy I went into the mindset this generation like you know I don't have the time I used to to play games I don't have the, like, you know, I have more responsibilities than I did when I was younger. I'm going to buy a Nintendo console, and then I'm going to buy the console I feel like has the better library of the games I want to play. And, you know, uh, Edward, you were on the, the episode of NGR when, uh, you know, we, we, we talked about how, how our gaming changes, our gaming habits have changed and, like, right. how our tastes have changed. And, like, I'm going to bring it up here. Like, the games that I used to love playing, even on Xbox 360, I don't care anymore. Like, I don't care about Halo that much anymore. Like, I love Gears of War. But, like, you know, Quantum Break, as cool as the concept as that was, I don't really care about that game. Uh, You know, Tomb Raider's cool, but it's eventually coming to PS4. I wanted the mindset coming in saying, okay, well, let's look at what PlayStation has. You know, we're getting Uncharted. Uh, you know we're gonna get a God of War, and those are those are games that I like to play now. And you know, even now they've announced Horizon, and you know Bloodborne was a great experience. They have the experiences that I want. I thought I was, I'm just gonna go into this console generation with a Nintendo console, whatever console I uh, has a better lineup for me as a gamer. Now, granted, I ended up with all three again, <laughs> but you know. It gamer. happens, right? It really happens. Right. And you know what? That's a that is the perfect attitude to go onto any console life cycle, right? You have to be very agnostic. Just look at, like at, at least for me personally, right? I normally go more for PC games nowadays because most of the friends that I play with, they all game on PC, right? They're big PC gamers. They don't have money to buy consoles and stuff like that. So right. I, I, I normally like, all right, Steam sell, it's time to drop the big bucks right now, right? And you spend like 100 bucks on like four or five different uh, multiplayer games, and then we just all play them together, right? Mm-hmm. We got a good deal, we got a bunch of really cool games, and we'll probably be playing those games for the next year or so. Right, While, and you look at like Humble Bundles and stuff too, that'll save right. you a ton of money. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I know for me that... Uh, why I got the Xbox One first before the PS4 was that, you know, the Xbox One allowed me to have external hard drive memory. Right. And PS4 still doesn't doesn't have that. So, and, you know, if I don't, if I find a game that's on a better, like, of let's say, 
Toys R Us have a sale on the game for Xbox One that's cheaper than the PS4. I might as well just get it for Xbox One because it, to me personally, it's the same game. Um, regardless if it runs differently or anything, I'm getting the same experience out of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I like I. I personally, when it comes to between PS4 and Xbox One, I play my Xbox One than my PS4. Um, and it's not because of titles or anything. It's just that I got comfortable with my Xbox One. And if I'm running out of any memory, doop, they go to the external hard drive. Where PS4, now I got to uh, delete so much, in- so much information that I work hard to get just to play the latest game. And I'm not about to be a handyman and be changing out my hard drive. That's that's stupid. Like, it's crazy talk. Like if if Nintendo is able to do that with the Wii U, that they'd be like, hey, external hard drive up to ter- two terabytes, Xbox One up to five terabytes, and Sony still hasn't done that. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah. That that makes me wonder what kind of like hardware is going to be inside this NX. Like, I need, I want space. <laughs> Like especially if we're gonna have to start installing these games from the disc, because like I'm I still buy the physical copies of games. Like I don't, I don't know. I haven't jumped ship to digital. I did download Overwatch digitally, which was a big step for me. But uh, you know, I like I have me and my dad built these two huge shelves for for media, and I'm like mm-hmm. I need to fill these up. Like my one shelf right now has like all the freaking Disney Infinity and Amiibo, like, that's one of these shelves, and the other shelf is just games. Like, I need... I want to fill this, this space, but, like, if we're going to have to start installing these games onto the hard drive from the disc, like, this thing needs to have some space in it, especially if they're not doing the cartridge thing that's the big rumor. So, I don't know. Well, does the index go Blu-ray, or do they... Take HD DVD and make it work. I hope not. Yeah, I, yeah, I was just thinking all that, like, oh man, I mean, hope not. but 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 let's say, but say for a bunch of reasons that it does almost the same thing as a Blu-ray. Yeah. If they yeah. if they take HD DVD and use that as the disc format for that system. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah. like, aren't the Wii discs based off of Blu-ray technology though? I mean, I know they're proprietary Nintendo, but aren't they based off Blu-ray technology? No, they're regular. They're regular DVDs. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What the Wii U game? No, really? Yeah. Yep. Wii and Wii U games are regular DVDs. They don't use anything Blu-ray because Sony has copyright on Blu-ray. Hmm. Interesting. Now, yeah. that's um, why. That's why they did the uh, the sale chip because Sony was uh, introducing Blu-ray. That's why they had that sale chip in uh, the PS3. That's why it hosts more data. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. Wow. You just blew oh, my mind. Oh, such a tech nerd. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I'm speechless. I have no... I don't know where to go from here. Yeah. yeah. I don't if, know what to say. Uh, uh, because of EGM, when EGM was uh, interviewing Sony, uh, talking about the PlayStation 3... They was talking about how Sony worked with IBM to get the cell processor. And they were saying that the cell processor was going to be the future of tech and video games. Like, it was just like one cell processor processor could be used to 
just do a whole bunch of stuff, but it was so hard. That's why I say it was so hard to develop because no one never knew how to use that uh use that processing chip. Right. And we, we see how that worked out. <laughs> Sony kinda <laughs> just it's like, meh, we're gonna go with the uh X eighty six setup this time. Make it easy. But don't forget, a lot of consoles when they were doing their systems, IBM was the was the cons was was the uh, way to go. Right. IBM was uh, doing their stuff. Right. Right. Uh, all right. We're gonna we're gonna talk about what do we want out of the NX. I mean, it is coming out in the middle of a console cycle. It is coming out. I don't know. I it might be similar powered or maybe even a little bit underpowered to the PS4 and Xbox One. I mean, what do we what do we really want this box for? I mean, I know I buy my Nintendo boxes for Nintendo games, but I do buy the occasional third-party game for this box. Uh, you know, I will be buying Zelda for both boxes, Wii U and NX. I will be, you know, what do, what are we expecting moving forward with Nintendo. What are we expecting? I'm expecting new I, new IPs from yeah. in, from Indy and from Nintendo. I'm not expecting anything for uh, third party. I'm expecting something Nintendo taking hardware that you think that shouldn't produce the content and the artwork and stuff that they should and blowing people's mind to be like, how the heck did you guys, as a company who's supposed to be for kids and be the weakest system, weakest company making systems, able to pull something this extravagant and this cool off? Right. Right. I, I, I think I'm just I'm just waiting for it's not more of that Nintendo magic that makes me smile like an eight year old on Christmas Day. It's that's that's really all all I want from from the NX. However, I, you know, my problem is, like, I get bored sometimes with so many games coming out so often that I just get bored. Like, I get overwhelmed by, no, yeah, there is every week there is five new games getting released. And I'm like, like honestly, like, who has the time? Who has the money to play all these things? I mean, it's cool, like. You know what? I, I I would like for some particular games to be on the NX. And you know what? I would love this new Skyrim remaster that is coming out for PS4 and Xbox One to be on the NX. I would lose my mind if Skyrim was on the NX. I would play a lot of Skyrim on the NX. Heck, I would play a lot of Skyrim on the Wii U if it was available <laughs> on the Wii U. Um, you know what I also what I would like, um, and and I know Corey will be very happy about this, but I would love Destiny. I would love love Destiny on the NX. It's rumored. It's I, uh, Destiny the Complete Collection is rumored. For... I, I was. I, I don't want Destiny on NX or Destiny Two. I know some people would. I would. I prefer Japan to come back to America. I would love for to have wacky Japanese games on the NX instead of playing American style games. You know what? But we're getting those anyway. I'm I'm talking here about the stuff that we don't usually get that I would like mm. personally to get. You know what else I want? I want Minecraft from the NX. I've played Minecraft on PC. I, I think Minecraft on Xbox. At this point, I think that yeah. an, 
I think no, it's going to yeah. launch with Minecraft. I think it's going to launch with the Mario version of Minecraft, and I think it's going to do well. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, Adrian, going back to your Destiny thing, I already have a Nintendo Fire team ready in case that thing ever comes to anything <laughs> Nintendo. There you, so. go. There you go. Yeah. So. I know Frank Clark is wants to wants to be on a Nintendo Fire team. I know I just know a couple of people that were like, dude, hey, dude. if that game comes, we're jumping ship. We're going to Nintendo, even I'm, if we're the I, only five or six Guardians playing that game. I was going to do that. I, I, I'm not even kidding here, Corey. If uh, Destiny comes out on DNX on on day one, you'll 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 be hearing me so freaking much. That you'll you'll just get annoyed. You're like, oh, this <laughs> dude again is calling me. Like, man, it's like four in the morning here. Like, just go to bed. Right? <laughs> we can't rate right now. It's not hey, possible. Man. Just go hey, to man, sleep. I I have like almost a thousand hours pumped into Destiny on two different oh, consoles, <laughs> six different characters, and I still would be like, if that thing comes to Nintendo, I will start over with three different characters, and I will do it all over again. We had to set up an Xbox One playtime, Corey. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Me and my friend Mitch have been trying to get people to like. We've been trying to find Xbox people, and like, I don't know. We've kind of fallen off the Destiny thing for a while, just because we hit max light on two different characters right now. But like, you know, we gotta get ready for Rise of Iron. It's coming. You know what I would prefer if they if they do go west, like companies within our uh, country, I think Bioware will fit more better on NX, just like the other companies. I don't think Activision and Ubisoft, like, I just don't have no faith in those companies and their games. I don't either. I feel like EA, like, with games like Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare, you know, that that, uh, calls out to the Splatoon crowd. Uh, you know, Mass Effect Andromeda, I think Mass Effect 3, you know, even though you didn't get the other two games, I still think the best version of Mass Effect 3 was on Wii U. Uh, you know, it had the uh, the command controls on the, on the screen where you could uh, control each of your... Companions. Uh, uh, yeah, you can control them each individually, tell them where to go, flank enemies. Uh, you know, it was. I think it was the best version. I, I totally agree with you. Well, quick question to you guys about the Destiny thing. Do you think Bungie wants to work on a Nintendo console? Because that's the issue. I think it, that would I be the issue. Wanna, I think they want to work anywhere that will allow them to be successful. And uh, I think they're going to stick with Sony and with Microsoft. I don't think they're, they feel... I think, personally, they're not going to feel successful on... Uh, on a Nintendo console. Because if they did, they would have brought Destiny out for Wii U. Here's the thing I about think... here's the thing about Destiny. Uh, it requires that solid uh, online infrastructure that Wii U doesn't exactly. really have, uh, I, and I, they, I think that uh, you know Activision proved with with Call of Duty that they don't care that if it's not going to make them money, they're not going to release see, it. But see, that's the problem. They did. I feel like they didn't want to put in the time and money to. To, to research that. I mean, I mean, think about, I think of it as this. You can make 
you can make money off of Skylanders to help your business, but yet you can't use that money to that same money to that's making you definitely on a Nintendo console that you're you're actually making money on Wii U and Wii and on 3DS. So if you make money off of a Nintendo console, why can't you not take that money and put it in development for to Bungie to make that game for a uh, Wii U? Like because people, it's not, just, it's not that simple, Edward. It's I, not. It's not. Hey, let's just throw money and people will make things work. It's, but guess, it's but guess what? Skylanders, cool. Skylanders sell way more than than Destiny did on all four systems. Yeah, of course it did, but it's not. It's not as simple. It's it's not one button make it work. It's but but, but I'm but I'm saying with the sales of that money, why not put it in the research and development for Bungie I to make a team to make that game for that system? I just think that uh, Activision, like, because the, on the Wii U version of, of Call of Duty Ghosts, they lost money. It cost them more to, to buy the dev kit and press all the discs for that game than the amount of units they sold. And I think that that proved to them that Destiny would not work well, on Wii U. Right. And Ghost I, didn't really sell on any platform, really. No, it, it, sold, it, it sold, sold on, on Xbox. It sold, it sold on, well on Xbox. Too. Wasn't that the last exclusive? Uh, DLC wise, before they switched to Sony, uh, I think Advanced Warfare was the last one. Yeah, no, Advanced Warfare was the last one. Yeah, for Xbox. I thought Advanced War- uh, oh. uh, what was the first one on for Sony? I, I think Black Ops Three was the first one. Mhm. Okay. And now Infinite Warfare, but uh, then again, like if they were to release Destiny on NX, how many people would would jump ship from there already? Like, how many people have that game and are are so cozied up into their ecosystems. If they if if they could do something uh, worthwhile with the gamepad, like really really think it out, I think people would pick it up and be like, I would rather do this instead of I don't know how the menu system works in Destiny. So, but I think they could probably do more with the gamepad if they if they just put time and effort. Yeah, yeah. S- sadly sadly like it wouldn't really work. I mean like. I will get it, Corey will get it, Frank will get it, but let's be honest, other than the, how big is the NBC uh, forum group? It's like 2,000 people. It's like, I think it's just under 3,000 people. Yeah, like, other than those people, I don't really think a lot of people are getting it on Wii U. However, there is nothing to say that Nintendo may have approached them like, hey, bring this to the Wii U. Or, or sorry, no, Bungie may have approached them, like, hey, we want to bring this to the Wii U, and Nintendo was like, hey, why not to the next console instead? And whoop, gave them a dev kit for the NX. That could yeah. have happened. Yeah, so, I just, like, I'm worried about an a NX version of Destiny, though. Like, I really am. Like, so many people already have this game for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One that... Like there's there's something like 30 million registered users in Destiny right now, and probably like probably eight or nine million of them play constantly on these boxes. Like, mm-hmm. how how many of those people are gonna jump to a new platform and start over? Unless so, like Bungie had a a guardian transfer program, like they did for 360 to Xbox One or PS3 to PS4. Well, the thing, the first thing, everybody gonna be like, well, if it does come to a Nintendo Nintendo system, am I gonna get Samus? Yeah. yeah. And I think this is how I see it. 
Scandium Evo against Maybe and, the next and Metroid game is going to be a Destiny type game. Maybe like just just hear me out before everybody just stops the show and just hear me out. <laughs> you still get you still get the Metroid Prime Four uh, campaign. Like you still get the Metroid Prime core experience. You have that campaign, but there's a secondary experience, which is what fe- they're experimenting with with Federation Force, where you have a strike team of bounty hunters and you go on these missions. You go on these strikes. There's a multiplayer campaign. There is a some sort of raid element to it. You can customize your bounty hunter. Samus is waiting in like the whatever Metroid's equivalent to the tower would be in Destiny. Like there, there's all these things you could Nintendo could do that they do very well when they wait and take their time and create a better experience in these third parties. Look at Zelda. They made a Zelda version of Skyrim, which we all wanted. Heck, it's five years later. But we're getting it, and it looks to be even better than Skyrim because it won't have the jank. It looks beautiful. It has everything you want in it. You know, we have. Uh, I just I think Nintendo could do something very special with Metroid that that people don't know they want yet, but it'll be there, and they will never think anything else. I think I think Federation Force looks great, and I cannot wait to play it. You know what? I, I stopped the podcast. Do. I want to play a Destiny version of Metroid. That's all I want in my life right now. I'll pass. I have oh. different ideas. I have different nope. ideas of Metroid. Hold on. Let uh, me go on Facebook and unfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I'll see you in five minutes. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I, I, I still think they could go the Metroid route. They could do a two D Metroid differently too. Like, I think they could yeah. still have. You know the way they do Mario. They could have the 2D Mario. They could have the 2D Metroid. They could have the mm-hmm. 3D Metroid, and they can have their multiplayer Metroid. It will all work. Live together. Yeah, I agree. I think we all just need Nintendo. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they would have to bring Mother Brain back for that to happen. If they do a Metroid Destiny, like they, they would have to bring uh, Dark Samus and Mother Brain. Bam! Open world. Grandmother yes. brain. What? Ooh. Clone brain. <laughs> oh man. I will love. I will love the, the crap out of that. I yeah. I just. And next Metroid game like Destiny. I just want another oh. Metroid game. Is that is that so hard to ask for? It's I not. Wanna... Well, you know what? Are you are you getting Federation Force though? I am. I'm. I, I am. get it because I want to see what it's like and I want to see. Like, I know it's not, you know, quote-unquote a real Metroid game, but I think the things they're doing in that game are real interesting. And I, honestly, I really feel like that the ideas they have in that game are going to be somehow be incorporated into the next game. Like, like I'm going to bring up Zelda again. Triforce Heroes, the outfits gave you different buffs and different perks. They're introducing a not-the-same-mechanic in Breath of the Wild, but they are experimenting with the the different armor pieces and the different outfits giving right. different buffs and different things where I think they might be experimenting they because they see that even though they won't admit it they see the success of destiny they see the success of the division even though it's broken to crap <laughs> I I really think that they might actually 
be bold enough to try it. And you see the success of Splatoon, where they took the third-person shooter, added mm-hmm. their own Nintendo twist to it, and that is a fantastic game. But well, do you think the guys who made Splatoon should make the next Metroid? See, here's the thing. I think, I still think retro, because they're based in a Western atmosphere, and they they have more experience in the Western uh, mm. side of things. I still think that they could pull it off, but I think they could use a lot of help from someone like. Uh, not necessarily Bungie, but like, I I don't know who they would pull help from, but I think that they could, they could do it. I I think uh, if the people who made Spec Ops were still still around, I think Nintendo should have brought them before they uh, was it Vulgar or whatever Jaeger. 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 If I think if Jaeger was still around. I think Nintendo should have snatched them up before they went out of business and worked with them to do a, a Metroid-style game. Because yeah. Spec, Spec Ops is a really good game, and I think those developers could have been like, well, we don't know anything. Um, like Metroid is such a classic. Like We don't want to mess it up, but I think Nintendo would be like, well, we give you guys the freedom to do what you guys want. Just run some stuff up by us and we can give you some ideas, and that's it. I, and I think it literally would have been a good game. Yeah. Now, if they if they did it as a Destiny style game, day one is the day one purchase for me. Yeah. Right yeah. now, now Edward and I talk about what we want from the next. What do you want, Corey? Yeah, I heard your opinion on this. I just, I want. See, it's not necessarily. I I'm trying to think about it in the way that like. I love Wii U. I still think it's one of Nintendo's best consoles they've ever made. I still think the software lineup is some of the best they've ever released. And, like, Zelda's not even out yet, you know. And I look at at something like the GameCube that has great games, and I still think the N64 has great games. I think even the the Wii had a couple gems in the the crapshoot that was its library, you know. I still think... I just want a Nintendo box... That just won't be the. I. You want it to be different from everybody else. I don't. I. I don't want it to be the you know laughing stock of the industry. You know everybody always makes fun of Nintendo until they see something they really love, and I don't want Nintendo to be that anymore. I don't care if they have third party support. I honestly don't care about that. I don't care if they have uh, a gimmick or not. I. I want a Nintendo box that's going to produce a great Mario game, a great Zelda game, a great Metroid game, a Star Fox game. Mm-hmm. Give me Mario Kart and Smash in between those. Give me Pikmin 4. I love Pikmin to death. It's one of my favorite Nintendo franchises. Uh, give me give me some interesting crossovers like when they went to Platinum and said, hey, we'll publish Bayonetta 2. Here's some money. You know, Go to Tecmo and say, hey, if you want to do another... Uh, project for us, here's some money. I I just I want them to have a box that will still stand the test of time like the it's, GameCube or the N sixty four. And that's and that's why I said Nintendo works better with uh Japanese game designers. Everything you just said, Tecmo, Platinum, those are Japanese game designers. Nintendo only pro- who um did they work with Microsoft or uh, 
whoever they did for uh, Minecraft with the they, Super Mario they Pack. They worked with. They, I think Microsoft is doing that internally. You know, they they work super well with Atlas. They work well with uh, hey, Neko Bandai. Hey, Master... hey, Microsoft. We'll give you some money if you let us have Bandai Kazooie back. That's a dream. That is the dream. But but Nintendo and like like Capcom and Nintendo. Cap- Nintendo makes Capcom always in the black. Monster Hunter Four put them in the black. Like there's no there's never been Microsoft or Sony saying that they put a company in the black. Right. That that I know of. I still think, and I think Nintendo could could go to even some indie developers and like you look at at Todd Happ or Yacht Club or Way Forward, mm-hmm. you could easily give those guys money to make a Metroid game for thirty bucks to, to as a as a downloadable title like a two D Metroid, you know, right. to give you those games in between your first party releases. You could easily go to these uh, developers that are so inspired by old-school Nintendo, it's not even funny, and say, hey, look, we like what you're doing. Here's some money. We want, you know, we want that uh, Metroid-inspired game. We want that platformer that's totally inspired by Mario. You could give them the tools to do that, and they could do it. I think think that's the way Nintendo needs to go, honestly, is indies and Japanese developers to help them out with with software. And I think Nintendo... uh... Like uh, their indie uh, side has been going to developers to be like, well, I mean, but that's like breaking their games over. Like I would, if if Nintendo went away for it and be like, we want you guys to make a 2D uh, indie game of Metroid for 3DS right now, new 3DS exclusive for that system. Don't you know how much stock they would make? Uh, how much money Way for yeah. and Nintendo would make from that? And like WayForward supports Nintendo strong before they support anybody else. Yeah, and even like they could almost buy Yacht Club or WayForward and say, you know what, you can make games for us exclusively now. Like Shovel Knight is one of the best games this generation, hands down. I don't care what system you're playing on. Like that mm-hmm. game is amazing, and it came to Nintendo first, and it is like primarily associated with Nintendo. And I love that. And I think Nintendo could do more like that. I think they could have easily gone to... Uh, uh, who's developing Bloodstained? I think they could have totally gone uh, there. Igarashi. 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 They could have totally gone to him and said, look, you know, you want to develop this this game, we'll give you money to make it better as long as you put it exclusively on Nintendo platforms. Yeah. But then that means that they can't kickstart the game. So oh, that's fine. They have Nintendo money. They don't need our money. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the people would get upset, and I think that's no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, because uh, this is something that pissed me off last year during E3. <laughs> hey, Shemun Tree is back. There's a Kickstarter campaign going up. We're also getting a bunch of money from Sony, but don't tell anyone. I know. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And they no. didn't even show it this year at E3. So what the heck is going on? Like they didn't they do like about four Kickstarters for Shinmu Three? <laughs> I I, I, don't th- I don't think anybody really cares about Shinmu Three at this point. 
Nothing but the Kickstarter made a lot of money though. It made a lot of money. So exactly. I mean, why would you not show like a uh, update for that game at e- at this year's E3? I'm not Maybe having issues. It's gonna be another but, Last Guardian situation where it's gonna take time oh. to make this game, and then it'll just be a PS5 launch title for something. But do you think Nintendo could actually? Work with Konami and make Konami have be back into uh, people's good graces for NX. Like I think, I think if Nintendo Nintendo's still trying to get back onto the gamers' good graces, I think they want to stay as far away from Konami as possible. Honestly, but do you think they could be like you know what we guys want you to do? Uh, we guys want you to bring your old properties to our system. Because you make money in the NES days, you make money on the Super Nintendo days with us. Well, so that's true. They could, they could go to again. Konami and be like, "Hey, can you make us a Castle Castlevania game exclusively for NX?" I think they could do that. They're probably cool. If there is one Japanese company out there that has pull over other Japanese devs, is Nintendo for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, speaking on, and this is just a quick side note. Uh, but I don't know if you guys are, are aware of that. Uh, Jack Club Games, uh, developers of uh, Shovel Knight, they created a poll, uh, basically asking people, "Hey, what would you like us to work on next?" Right? And they have a bunch of really cool uh, like suggestions here. So I know they had like top-down Zelda-style game. Mm-hmm. I know that was I'm, one of them. I'm I'm very excited to like I, I'm hitting like very excited and everything because want, honestly from those guys I will play anything. I want a, a shovel knight Zelda game. That would be fantastic. Wouldn't it? No, I no, Zelda game. I, no, I. Uh, yep, yep. Let's, let's, I want. I, I would prefer a shovel knight two game, not as an RPG. I would rather them bring a new. A new character with with Zelda into it. I think the platform is so strong because I'm like Yaku Blades are former way forward. So whatever they bring, they could bring a Timber Rain game out for all I care on Wii U, and I would buy it because it's, it's it's from Yacht Club. Um, but I cannot. I wouldn't want a shovel knight. Uh, I wouldn't want a shovel knight. Um, RPG. I I couldn't do it. Now if they did it in a Metro style. Shovel Knight 2, then yes, I'm down for that. I think I think Shovel Knight's just such a versatile property mm-hmm. right now. I think they mm-hmm. could do whatever they wanted with Shovel Knight and just and people would go nuts. Yeah. I think they could do I think they could do a Zelda type Shovel Knight and then still do Shovel Knight 2 in the same style as Shovel Knight 1. Give I me think, a beat 'em up think, Castle Crasher Shovel Knight. I'll yeah, take I think they could do all that with Shovel Knight. Honestly. Like I think Shovel Knight is like it's so, so big. People, so many people love Shovel Knight that, like, I think that character could go into any genre, almost any genre, and be like, "I'm gonna make a game here, and it's gonna rock." I, I, so <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read here uh, the list of things they have, and uh, the, the the pulse is very simple. Each option has uh, values from one to five, from not excited to very excited, right? Uh, so uh, Shovel Knight two. Shovel Knight and Shield Knight. Shovel Cart, which sounds fantastic. Oh my gosh. No. Didn't even think of that. Hold on. Edward, Edward, Edward. 
Edward. I'm breathing. <laughs> I've been scouted. A, a Mega Man, a Mega Man inspired game, a Metroid inspired game, a Mario inspired game, is a Zelda inspired game, a, a Spelunky inspired game, which I will lose my mind then working in a game like Spelunky, a Final Fantasy slash Dragon Quest game. Um. Oh, on defense on that one. You can have Mario. a bunch of different knights, though, in your party. Like, if you uh, think about a JRPG. Like, you just made it better. Double knight, you could have steel knight, you could have specter knight, you could have plague knight. Like, I mean, I know those are all the and, villains. And, like. Corey, I would go with that as a RPG over Zelda. I would, I would play a shovel knight Final Fantasy type strategy game. Like, I would do that one. I, can, sure. I just feel like that's, that's more, shovel it makes tactics. more sense. Right. We also have <laughs> oh, that would be amazing actually. Uh, a Mario RPG style game, a Contra style RPG uh, game, a Landstar Landstalker Solstice type game, an isometric action adventure. I don't think I've ever played a game like that. I've seen it. Yeah, I haven't played it though. But if you play like Shadow Run, it's something like that. I haven't played that either. But all those games are very, very, very cool. I'll be happy with. Just them working on anything, really. Yeah, yeah. But you I, know, yeah. If they do like a Mario Kart thing or something like that, they, I think Shovel Knight one would have to just put in, um, like something auto scrolling to get a feel for it because Shovel Knight is known for its good platforming. I don't think it's it's known for anything vehicle within that game. So it doesn't how matter. Would it, work? it doesn't matter. Mario, Mario didn't had didn't have any vehicles either, and they made Mario Kart. I don't <laughs> care. They can you had Yoshi. Anything. How is that a vehicle? <laughs> Yoshi's a racer. He drives a car too. Okay. Okay. Oh man. Anyway, going back to the next because we're way off topic here and way over time too. Hey. Yeah. I don't care. Who cares? We have cares? we have a passion for video games. This, this show's the best. I. I love everything that we're doing here. I love it. Just, uh, but like in terms of NX, I guess my last thought on NX is just like, I mean, I just want a good Mario game. I want that good Zelda. I want another good Zelda game because this one looks like it's going to be amazing. Uh, which I actually have a couple thoughts on Zelda, but I guess I should have talked about that last week. But uh, mm. I just I want. The Nintendo games that we know and love, and I don't care about third party. That's why, I I mean honestly that that's why I have my PS4 and Xbox One. Is third party stuff can go there. I don't care. I just I know the quality that Nintendo can put out, and I want it to be the hybrid console so all of their their studios are working on games for one platform, and that way we get more. Nintendo games on one platform and that's kind of what I'm most excited about is if this really is a hybrid console mm-hmm. all the resources are going to be focused on one place and that's going to make that console even stronger because you look at the 3DS and Wii U lineups separately they're they're good to great on their own but if you put them together that like, would be fantastic. Sony and, Sony and Microsoft has a, have a really hard time matching up to, to Nintendo's library yeah so, I agree. That's that's what I want. Yeah, you know what? Um, the NX is already starting strong with 
what it prom what it promises to be one of the greatest games of all times with uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, if you add that to a new, you know, full 3D Mario game, I will lose my mind. Yeah, and if the rumors are true about, uh, you know, like Splatoon coming back and Mario Maker coming back and Mario Kart uh, 8 coming back and Smash Brothers coming back to the NX on day one, you have four of the greatest games on Wii U available right on the get-go on the NX. That, I mean, that's going to sell on a lot but of it, But it depends on if that system is not backwards compatible. Because if it is, it doesn't make uh, business sense for Nintendo to put those, re-release those games out. Yeah, it, now that's, that sounds different than with uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, but, but it's just like the other games are older. Um, and they didn't have no idea or plans to put them on NX. I think Nintendo was just like, well, these games are out. They did what they do. They're still on the shelves. People still can buy them. I would, they would rather have the developers make something new for NX that's going to blow your mind than doing a port or HD remake or, you yeah, know, upping it. If you, if you do port the games, that's where you can get, like, the tech, like, the tech nerds out there that, like, need everything in 1080p 60. You could, like, Mario Kart 8 ran in 60 frames, but it was only 720p. You could advertise as, like, all your favorite Wii U games now in 1080p 60 frames a second. You know, Smash was only 720p. 720p. Uh-huh. Mario Kart was only 720p. Mario Maker, I think it was 1080, but only 30 frames a second. Not that you really need it for, for Mario Maker. Yeah, for a Mario game. <laughs> yeah, but, like, Splatoon... Was only 720p, 60 frames a second, or maybe it was only 30 frames. And like you could say, like, look, we have all these games that you loved on Wii U now at 1080p, 60, which is what we know you want from from a console right now. But would you change your mind if they showed you what they're working on now, and it blows out the stuff that they could have went and ported? Like, okay, we made Splatoon for a, a better version of Splatoon for NX, but here's Splatoon, uh, here's Splatoon 2, and it looks way better than what they would have ported. Would that change your opinion? I mean, I'm kind of biased. I have Twilight Princess on three platforms, so... I was going to say just the same. They could do... But, they, I mean, even that, like, Nintendo could go to the route of what... Uh, Publishers are doing now where if you pre-order the second game, you get the first one for free. Like if you pre-ordered Splatoon 2, here's Splatoon 1 to hold you over. Uh, you know, maybe it's part of a digital deluxe edition or whatever that's mm-hmm. $10 more, but you still get the first game for 10 bucks to hold you over till the second one comes out. But then Nintendo doesn't think that way. Nintendo be like, oh, okay, here's, uh, you know, if you missed out on Splatoon, here's our budget price version of Splatoon. It's now twenty nine ninety nine. I mean, then that's what they'll do, but you're still getting an amazing game for half the price that you paid on Wii U. But it's still on Wii U. It's not on N- NX. I don't know. We can, <laughs> we can hypothesize here all we want. It's Nintendo will do what well, they always do, which is surprise us, and that's the way it's going. Well, do you think they should, if they do do that, do you think they should just do it for the eShop? Like, would you, instead of them being, okay, here's a new updated version, but it's only digital. 
you know, it's attached yeah. to your My Nintendo account. Mm-hmm. Would you do a HD version if they just did a digital for a budget price? So that way it doesn't affect those developers make it want to make new games for the system. Yeah, I mean, I would buy Splatoon again at a budget price. I don't, I mean, I already have the physical copy for Wii U, but like if I could play it on NX and I could like put my Wii U away with, uh, you know, my other Nintendo stuff, I could, I would totally do it because that game is great. Now it's the whole remake remaster thing mm-hmm. argument, you know, everybody hates them until there's a game that they want. That's Exactly, yeah. (laughs) And and you know Nintendo is going to put some work. They're just not going to port it and be like, well, we'll just put a little stuff there. No, they're going to be like, no, we we put put time, money, effort, love, and whatever into making it what it is. Right. Right. I don't know. I just... I think that Nintendo is going to need a library to hold people over and like if they're going to do year old games two year old games i'd rather be nintendo games than a year old version of arkham knight or whatever mm-hmm. you know like the like the wii u so That's you true. know if they're going to do that i'd rather be nintendo games because at least we know they're good and we've played them before and we already love them uh, i wouldn't mind throwing nintendo a couple more dollars to play a better version of the game that i've already owned right mm-hmm. you know and maybe if you already own it like, I know there's no way to prove if you own it physically, but if you own it digitally, maybe you get a discounted price mm-hmm. for, for the NX version. Digitally. Now, that would be cool. I would be down for that. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So, I don't know. There's a oh, lot. NX version of Shovel Knight. Oh, crap. Dang, I don't want that. <laughs> like, literally, like, I would spend the 15, 20 bucks for a 1080 HD 60 frame per sec- second shovel knight like with turbo mode I can I just say how how ridiculous the amount of money I've spent on shovel knight <laughs> just buying that I, game I bought it, it digitally on Wii U I okay. bought it digitally on NX I bought it physically on Wii U You mean 3DS yeah, 3DS. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> like it's not Alpha N. You want it too. Okay, I bought it for Wii U and 3DS twice. I bought the Amiibo. I bought it for PlayStation 4 physically. Like that game is just so amazing that you, like I just You you kind of beat me to it. I got I got um Show and I on 3DS and Wii U digitally. Then I got, when they were physically released, I got a 3DS version and a Wii U version. I gave the Wii U version to my friend because he was having his birthday, and I really wanted him to play um, the game. And then I found another copy of Wii U physically, uh, physically, and I was like, you know what, I'm buying that again. So I bought five copies of Shovel Knight, and not only that, I have two Shovel Knight Amiibos, one that I have still sealed on my, shovel, on my Amiibo case up there, and I have one at the office that is always staring down at me, saying, hey, you could be making games like I, me. I'm like, I, feel I know. Good. I feel good, because I have the digital version of Wii U, I have the 3DS version, uh, physical copy, and I just have the Shuffle Knight. So I, I did very well for myself. I'm proud. No, I love I, 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 I literally, so much. 
because literally I will buy that game physical and digital on all my platforms. PS4, PS3, uh, Xbox One. Like, be like, if I ever lost the system, I still have Shovel Knight somewhere. <laughs> you, know what? you know what? They uh, they're printing a limited run of Shovel Knight uh, physical uh, editions for uh, PlayStation Vita. And you guys know how much I think the beta is dumb. I'm getting one of those those bad boys. <laughs> oh man, wow! I can't believe we came into this show saying we we're gonna predict stuff about NX. We spent like a third of it talking about how awesome Shovel Knight is. Because <laughs> Shovel Knight it, is awesome. It is. You have to listen to our uh, Shovel Knight discussion, Corey, uh, where me and Adrian talk about, well, I said I feel like Shovel Knight don't, doesn't really have anything to do with Mega Man in that game. See, it, honestly, I don't really think it has a lot to do with, with Mega Man, really. It, the only thing that would have made it more like Mega Man is if you got different abilities after you beat the bosses. Yeah. And, like... Like, the level design and stuff kind of reminds me of Mega Man a little bit. Uh, it reminds me a little bit more of, like, old-school Castlevania-type stuff. But, I would mostly say, like, just Capcom and Konami platformers, or even sometimes yeah. even Mario. Like, yeah. those those three companies were making good platform games for the NES. Yeah, and, like, yeah, I, I, I understand some of the Mega Man references, like in the game, like some of the stuff that you can do in the level design reminds me of Mega Man a lot, but like I don't, I think that's more based off of what you said an overall vision of what the Capcom and Konami platformers were than than just specifically Mega Man. I think think they had the idea of going in saying we want to make a cool Mega Man game and I think their original plan was to give you different abilities but I think that's why these different campaigns with the different uh, nights are coming out. Oh, I can't wait for that new DLC. I seen seen it in yeah, action did. and posted that, oh. and I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't. No, out remember more. I told you. Remember I told you. Um, and you was like, wait, what? I'm just yeah. like, yeah, they just announced it. Yeah, I was like freaking out. I was like, no, it's free. What? <sighs> now I just want to play Shovel Knight. I want to play Shovel Knight again too, but I'm always I always want to play Shovel Knight. That's my problem. Oh man! All right. Well, I think I think this is a good place to to wrap this episode. Um, well, well, one last question: Do you think we will see a uh, digital presentation of the NX in November this year? I think we'll see. I think we're I think we're gonna see it before that. I think. Okay. I think there's gonna be a digital event around, not at Tokyo Game Show, but around that time. I think maybe October, early October, we might see it because mm-hmm. they don't, they don't, they want to get the hype out there. They want to get their marketing campaign going. And if you wait till November, you if it's supposedly coming out in March, that only gives you like three months to prep for marketing. Yeah, uh, but they, they mostly have their big uh, presentation in November. That's why. Yeah. Some other reason. I mean, they might, they might have another one in November saying, "Look, here's our." NX launch lineup because that first one that they do about NX is going to be all about hardware. It's going to show you the controller. It's going to show you the specs of the system. They might show Zelda running on it. They might show one or two games like maybe uh, Pikmin 4, which is already announced but not, or they said it's in development or whatever. Uh, but then that that next one, maybe November, early December, they might be showing all games 
You know, they might have an indie showcase. They might have Shovel Knight. <laughs> they might, you know, show off, maybe tease the new Mario game. They might say, here are the games reporting from NX, or from Wii U to NX. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I think that second one's going to be all about games. But that first one, early October, is going to be all about the system. So. Yep. Can't wait. I know, I can't wait. Is it March yet? Yeah, no, eh? It's like that. It's like that South Park episode where Cartman freezes himself, and then he ends up like a thousand years in the future when the world's being run by otters because he wanted a wee. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, this has been DNA Pow Block, our all Nintendo show. Uh, I know we talked about a lot of other systems, but that's okay. It's okay. It's a conversational show. Uh, Edward and Adrian, you can find them on World One One. Look for Adrian's game, Tuna Cycle, coming soon. You can see the banner on our website at digitalnerdadvocates.com. Edward, optional opinion. I guess I could just let you guys plug your stuff. But uh, Edward's going to be writing some stuff for us, too, uh, eventually, maybe, sometime soon. So, uh, you know, look out for that. You can find all of our content on digitalnerdadvocates.com. And until next week, we love you. Bye, I wish Mike. I could. I want to do a Mega Man jump right now, freeze framing, like Mega Man Two style, <laughs> like like a like a bad '90s movie, like yes. <laughs>